When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sweet Suplex Retweet. Hello and welcome to this, the latest edition of Saturday Draft Live here on the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Wilson and as we kick off a third century of Saturday Draft Live shows. Yeah, we're, we're now into the 201 now. Uh, it's only appropriate that we kick off this latest uh, 100 shows with our finale for season 18 of the draft, a record-breaking and potentially controversial season of the ESSR draft. We will talk about that as we go on into the show. But joining me in what is going to be a chaotic uh, show to round off what has been a Absolutely fantastic season here on SDL. It is David Hockney. David, how are you? Oh my gosh! Like, wait till you hear what we've got in store for this this season finale. It's going to be explosive. It's going to be manic. But then again, it is Survivor Series War Games time, and that pretty much is the very definition of chaos and anarchy. Yep, absolutely. Uh, There's some anarchy, and I think we will be getting some. uh, (laughs) <laughs> well, I am currently getting complaints as we speak. We will find out exactly why as we go on in the show. But let's just do our usual right now and talk about the top scores of the week. Uh, in third place, there's two of them in third place, Dave, but we've talked about all season. I'm not going to talk about them again because they've been up there all the season. I'm going to, however, talk about the other person who's, who's scored 11 points this week, and that is the NXT Women's Champion, Lyra Valkyria. Mm-hmm. Uh, picked by Ryan Dalgleish, I was fuming that Ryan got her in the final round because literally he picked her the round before me. I had her picked as my final pick in the team. Didn't get her. Had to panic and pick Willow Nightingale on the on, on the on the fly. But I don't I don't even think he would have foreseen her winning the NXT Women's Championship when the season kicked off. No, she's pretty much had a late surge this this whole season, you know, having defended the title against Zia Lee this past week on NXT. Definitely of it. A nice um, late surge in points to keep Ryan Dugleish out of the out of the relegation zone, but given that she's now going to be, you know, going forward into the new season in NXT Women's Champion, I reckon she'll be picked further further up the pecking order rather than a, a round six pick because she's really sort of cemented herself as one of the top names now rather than just like another face in the crowd. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Becky put her over something awful on NXT. She's got the uh, multiple appearances this uh, past Tuesday uh, and also a victory over Zia Lee as well. So nice cushiony one there. She's still not, however, David, the um, 
best scoring newcomer of the season. She's only the third best newcomer of the season behind uh, JD McDonough and Trick Williams. Trick Williams also in Ryan's team. Uh, mm-hmm. 96 points uh, Ryan got from those two newcomers, which effectively has kept them in the league. Yeah, more or less. Um, Ryan's team, you know, hasn't really been anything to hell about this season, particularly when he had Eos Sky as his round one pick. I mean, she's she's doing a lot better now. He's 10th overall on 112 points, but it definitely took her a while to get off the ground and that really hampered his performance. But let's not forget, Ryan is also sporting a negative one scoring jungle boy who's yet to appear this season. Uh, Ryan will start uh, waxing lyrical if jungle boy is revealed to be the devil, in which I will turn around to him and say, I am not rewatching every dynamite since... Wembley <laughs> to to look for devil appearances. It ain't happening. People will say, "Oh, you should do that." No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to become a father. I will not it's have like, the time to go back and watch all these past dynamites. <laughs> it's like the whole slapjack Miz uh, debacle from a few years ago. Like until slapjack was unmasked and revealed to be Miz, no points. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I knew there was a case that happened before, you know, mm. so thank you, Dave. Hey, you I don't know. forget these sorts of things, like, you know, complain about points, etc. But Slapjack was clearly, clearly uh, the Shane guy from TM61. Shane Thorne, that was his name. Yeah, Shane Thorne, uh, currently a New Japan pro wrestling uh, friend of, uh, of YouTubers that me and Dave quite like, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Second place in the uh, top scores this week, we have the first of the two AEW picks we're going to mention, Orange Cassidy, uh, a successful defence of his championship at uh, Phil Gear at the weekend. Another one who at the start of the season, uh, Jack picked him, Jack got him. We mentioned it at the beginning of the season, Jack getting round five as an absolute steal. Uh, again, I don't think Jack would have foreseen that by the end of this season, he would still be holding that belt and successfully defending it. I think Jack is openly admitted he picked him for a short-term solution and it's turned out to serve Jack quite well. Jack's had a great late surge as well. Yeah, Orange Cassidy is a fifth-round pick this time around. It's really sort of come leaps and bounds in the sort of second half of the season, you know, picking up the uh, international championship, having another defence against Moxley. Yeah, I think Jack's kind of lucked out with this one a little bit, given that, you know, I think Orange Cassidy's initial international run uh, came to an end, but now he's just sort of picked up again following the whole Moxley concussion. Ray Phoenix uh, had a short run with it. But yeah, if anything, you know, it puts Jack back into contention for third place overall and second highest scorer for his team behind Seth Rollins, which, as we've seen, you know, Seth Rollins has been running rampant this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seth has had a, a fantastic late in the campaign as well and <clears throat> we'll talk about Jack in a minute Jack is um, frustrating several people who are wanting the top four to be in a second place certain people who who are the people's choices to be in there Jack has came and crashed the party something we don't normally associate with go to bed at 10pm Jack Graham <laughs> uh, top of the table, 19 points an absolutely phenomenal season for this man it's the AAW and Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion uh, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, MJF, <clears throat> excuse me, 19 points, two successful defences at the weekend. He defended the tag team championships against the Guns on the pre-show and then defeated Jay White in the main event. 107 points for MJF if you take out the captaincy on him, Dave, for this season. Mm-hmm. 
put the captaincy on him as Callum did, 204 points. We talk about one man, one man carrying teams to titles in the past. I think it's fair to say that if Callum did not pick MJF, I think we'd be talking about potentially the worst scoring draft team in history, which shows yeah. the impact MJF has had. Not just the world's worst scoring draft team, but I'm almost guaranteed drop to the listeners league because Callum's basically run this season as a juggernaut with MJF. Looking at the rest of his team, they haven't even scored past 30 points. Like, none of them have. His round one pick was Shinsuke Nakamura, and he only has 27 points. I mean, let's put that into perspective. You know, what was he thinking picking Nakamura round one when he could have easily just picked MJF off the board, like, straight away? But that's, uh, that's in the past now, you know. He got the points from MJF. He's avoided relegation. He's smack bang in the middle of the table. I don't think he's got anything to worry about, you know, with this last day of scoring. No, I don't think he's going to move much either. I mean, the only chance he's potentially got is, you know, there's the hot rumours that Nakamura, this whole person he's been calling for, the hot rumours is people are saying it's punk. And people think, if, well, Nakamura will call him out at Survivor Series, even though, as of time of recording, Nakamura's not confirmed to be travelling to Chicago or CM Punk's not confirmed by any stretch to be signing for <laughs> WWE and appearing tonight but that's essentially his only point win so I think he's going to finish on that 280 points if you'd, if you'd given him that at the start of the season taking it in and taking it you know he was our favourite to go down he's not going to go down fair play to him even though as we said it's all down to MGF but we look at the table and we take see what the state of it is pretty much the season finishes after Survivor Series tonight, but it's not just Survivor Series, of course. We've also got um, Collision and Rampage happening tonight. Mm-hmm. As if anybody really cares about the Rampage. No offence to Rampage, but it's all about Survivor Series in Chicago mainly. So there's still a lot of points to be going. Uh, so we will find out over the weekend who will finish where in the draft. But bottom of the table at the moment, 237 points. We have Andy Mitchell, the Glasgow University Cricket Club. He is currently 15 and a half points behind Gary Kernahan, the only logical person he's going to potentially catch. Uh, Andy's already left the, the draft chat last night, Dave. He's convinced he's losing this one. Don't know why he left the draft chat, because he's only got in the Listeners League for a season. Um, do you see any logical scenario that Andy gets out of this? Uh, unfortunately not. I mean, his team is LA Knight, Tiffany Stratton, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens as a tag team. Shotzi, Austin Theory, AJ Styles. Shotzi's in the Women's War Games match, and that's it. Yeah, it's pretty much, there's nothing there for him, really. You know, Shotzi yeah. is, uh, I potentially feel like Shotzi's in that War Games match to take the pin. Because mm-hmm. if you look at, Damage Control should win that that match. No, they have to win that match, I feel, for Damage Control's momentum. Becky's, yeah. not, Becky's not getting a pin, Charlotte's not getting a pin, Bianca's not getting a pin, Shots is in there to kind of be the kind of bump horse in that type of match, you know. And yeah, I can't really see that particularly. Mm-hmm. Even if it, even if she does win, you know, Gary's got Cody Rhodes and Asuka and his team as well. You mm-hmm. know, so it's hard to see both of Cody and Asuka's teams losing. So I just don't think there's enough in the tank for Andy, unfortunately. So it looks like he will be the member of our draft who will be rejoining the listeners league for a season. Uh, see how he goes. gets on in there when I look forward to the and even more chaos in the Listeners League when we add Andy Mitchell into that uh, <laughs> into that pot uh, and just above them is yourself Dave you have dropped down the league in recent seasons uh, mm. sorry with 265 points you're now the worst performing SDL member 
Uh, as Ryan Douglas is now ahead of you with 274 mm-hmm. points. Uh, Ryan, a few weeks ago, if you remember on SDL, said if he came bottom, he would quit Saturday Draft Live. Mm-hmm. Looks like looks like we're going to have to put up with Ryan for the foreseeable future now. Is he uh, safe? <laughs> Can't see I him. S- I had a stonker of a week. I only scored 10 points overall. But let's not forget, though, I am operating on a, on a four-person team here. My last two round picks are either injured or got released. Mustafa Ali got released. Rey Mysterio is obviously injured for the rest of the year. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been rough going the last couple of weeks. But I'm hanging in there. And I think I've just about vo- avoided the, the relegation slot. Dave, I've had a, fi- I've had a five-person team since September. This <laughs> you know, so. is not a four-person team. So take that one, you will. Uh, Ross McLeod's a, a half a point ahead of Ryan with FTR show on 274.5 points. Then we have Callum, as we mentioned, he's on 280 points. Uh, three and a half points ahead of him, we have myself. Uh, I've had a very up and down the last few weeks of the season. Uh, 283 points with Difference Months Evil Incorporated. I move on next season. Uh, I am announcing here on this show that my <laughs> I, took, I will be going from the Grant McRobbie playbook and do my team using a, the, a random wheel generator. So that should be that should be fun. I'll see what how I do that. ball on your arse and you finish the bottom at the end of the next season. Yeah, we don't have any relegation next season. It's a short season with a rumble. Mm-hmm. Might as well try it. You know, I've done absolutely nothing thinking logically. I might as well think it logically. Look how grand yeah. we're talking about him in a wee second. Uh, our listeners league compared to Elliot Kent, a fair play to him, 302 and a half points. He's had a, a pretty solid season uh, anchored by Rhea Ripley. Then we have Grant McRobbie with Roll to Draft with 321 points. The people's uh, champion. He really is the people's champion. However, his party has been, has been, you know, completely stalled in recent weeks by the David Hockney Better Wi-Fi Fund. Never thought uh, Grant would hear that. <laughs> 325 points for Scott McLeod. Then we have Jack Graham, who's moved his way up the draft quite nicely in recent weeks. A million ways to fuck up the draft. Well, he's, he's fucking up the draft right now. He's keeping Grant out the top four uh, with 327 points. And then our top two are far and away ahead. Tom Brock, a platypus, Perry the platypus, on 391 points for Tom. Tom is... is taken to the draft so far like a glove and he now is the best performing second place uh, competitor in the draft because leading the draft as he has been for most of the season, David Campbell Team Goat, 453 points David a record setting points total for David Campbell Unreal I, I think if we didn't mention that part he would have he would come to our house and just like mm-hmm. ran to us for, for, for a good <laughs> while you know oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, we I don't think he knows where I live, though, so I'm pretty sure I'm safe. Does it not be, it's not been to your house. He knows where I live, anyway. And I, I, do, not want, and I do not want that hassle in my life, oh. you know. So, you, know what's crazy? you know what's crazy, though? Like, this isn't even the longest season. Like, WrestleMania to SummerSlam is usually the longest season, and the the SummerSlam to Survivor Series is usually a good bit shorter. So It, you, the it, fact it usually is, but however, recent, the last couple of years, they've done this thing where they've put SummerSlam are at the end of July and Survivor That's true, at the yeah. end of November. So this season has actually been longer than it had been in recent. I know what you're talking about with this season, but this is a longer season for this particular spell. So they have had that benefit, but they still need to put the points on the board, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 that's for sure. But yeah, I mean, just looking at Goat's team, you know, he was basically carried by his team captain, Damien Priest. You know, Senor Dinero in El Banco has been running rampant with Judgment Day. He's won the tag titles twice. He's rarely lost. He said Carmelo Hayes, the acclaimed, 
backing him up with regular title defenses, you know, with the trios titles, the acclaimed were absolutely everywhere. Carmelo Hayes had a very successful NXT title run. He had a late surge with Bianca Belair returning after SummerSlam, which was, you know, much needed, you know, just to keep him afloat and create some distance between him and Tom. And he's also been backed up with the appearance points of Scrap Daddy, you know, a reliable pick for him in the past. And Raquel Rodriguez is there as a very respectable six round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a completely solid team uh, across the board. Yeah. David hates when we talk about balance and teams, but his team is perfectly balanced. You know, it's absolutely, he's got, mm-hmm. he's got bombing four people in the top 25 scorers of the season. So yeah. absolutely fair play to David on that one. Yeah, uh, the, the acclaimed trios title defences are certainly what, you know, boosted what was already a, a bit of a juggernaut team to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Dave, uh, Listeners League. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ, where do we start talk, with this? Talk to me. <laughs> okay. Well, as it stands, going into Survivor Series. Uh, uh, fifth place, we have Craig Forsyth with this time, at, at least I remember this time, 433.5 points. Fourth place, Elora May with only Prince, 441. Third place, former winner, Adam Callier, reach for the Daily Stars, climb every mountain higher, 462.5 points. Second place, <clears throat> Jonathan Napier, back to the future endeavours, 475.5. But number one, breaking the 500-point barrier, and truly remarkable listeners' league performance from Johnny Adam, and very much likely the person to join us in the Contributors' League next season with Dark Side of the Onion Ring, 504 points. I mean, what can you really say about Johnny Adams' performance? He's absolutely run rough shot this entire season, and he's broke records in his own right alongside the GOAT, David Campbell. Although, it doesn't look like he scored that much uh, compared to the other competitors. Now, our top scorer this week was Bertie Wanless on 46 points. Unfortunately, he's been pretty far down the pecking order with, um, with his team. Uh, why haven't Arsenal sold Lokonga yet? He's at least he's broken the 400 point barrier. He's done 408 and a half, but he's uh, he's been a good bit away from the top five all season. So a good closing week for him. But at this stage, it looks like Johnny Adams winning with his team of Dominic Mysterio, Becky Lynch, Solo Sokoa, the acclaimed Chelsea Green, and one man down, but a very strong round six pick this season, Rey Mysterio. So I guess. We'll just have to say early congrats to Johnny Adam for topping the listeners' league table. Now, uh, people who listen to the show regularly will wonder what the hell's happened to Johnny Napier over the last um, week. Has he completely collapsed? You know, has he got negative points? No, because us at Saturday Draft Live would like to acknowledge to our listeners' league competitors that we have done a buzz up. I am not taking the full blame for this particular one uh, <laughs> because Jonathan Napier for the full season has been competing with a four-women team. Yes, none of us, myself when the team was submitted and any of the guys when they were reading the teams out, noticed that Johnny had Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair and Tony Storm on his team. Now, the rules of the draft are you must have a 3-2 split for your genders. So, Dave, that is why Jonathan Napier has dropped points drastically. He originally picked Jey Uso on his team ahead of Becky Lynch, made the change at the last minute, which is why it probably slipped all of our minds. Mm-hmm. So, as a result, we have changed Jonathan Napier's league team to reflect having Jey Uso 
as his second round pick instead of Becky Lynch, which is why he has dropped down. If he had Becky Lynch in the, in, <laughs> in the team instead of Jay, so he would be top going into Survivor Series. Oh. So he is now dropped by a grand... Like, there are 30 points now. So, <laughs> but that, however, does have a, an effect on our Listeners League Cup because Jonathan Napier is meant to be in the final of the Listeners League Cup. He's meant to be winning. the list. He was 39 to 31 points ahead in the Listeners League Cup. So the big question is, what's going to happen now with that Listeners League Cup? Because he's been running with a Becky Lynch surplus over the last number of weeks. So I think it's only fair, because Becky Lynch is only really... I think Johnny would have still won his early rounds. However, mm-hmm. this probably had more of an effect on his later rounds. So what mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to do here is... We're going to have to DQ Johnny, unfortunately, from the Listeners League Cup. It's a shame, yeah. one. We made the mistake, but unfortunately, if he put that team, if we if we went back with the points in it, I think he would have lost in this later round. I don't think there would be any way about it. I think the Becky points has helped him. Essentially, so, one of his team tested positive for a low-grade beaver tranquilizer. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, God damn you, Bernice. Uh, God damn you, Becky. Becky. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I think it's only fair that for the listeners' league cup final, we would we need to reinst instead of handing it to Adam Kelly, we need to reinstate the person who lost in the semi final to Jonathan Napier, which was Lee McAteer. Mm-hmm. So we're based on that one. Our listeners' league cup final will not be Adam Kelly versus Jonathan Napier. It will be Adam Kelly versus Lee McAteer. I think that's only fair. I, I think, think that's yeah. I mean if you look at the if you look at the guys the, the early rounds that Jonathan Napier had on that one, uh, he beat Paddy McBride by over fifty points. He beat Simon Bell by over sixty points. I think even if he took the Becky points out of that, he would have still beat the two. Mm-hmm. It's more these this later round when he had the Lee and it was only four points in it. Yeah, I it was the semi final that made the difference, yeah. I think it's all fair to do that one. So what we're going to be do, what we will do, is we're going to have that as the final instead. So we'll have essentially two people joining the league next season. Dave, how's that score looking between Lee and Adam going into the Survivor Series? So at the minute, Adam's leading Lee by seven points. It's currently thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, Adam's team consists of Ray Ripley, Becky Lynch, The Street Profits, Maxine Dupree, Adam Pearce, and Paul Heyman. Ray Ripley is obviously defending the title against Zoe Stark uh, at Survivor Series. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Lee McTeer also has Ray Ripley as his captain. So they're very much identical in terms of teams. The only difference is their second and third round pick, where Adam has Becky Lynch and The Profits whilst Lee has Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah, so, so, essentially, so essentially I've made this decision to put Lee in it, and he's got absolutely no chance of winning it. Yeah. <laughs> Largely because the full path Ray Ripley is their captains, and Lee's also the, the disadvantage of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as his tag team, who are now on separate brands. So I think it's safe to say that Adam Kelly is the firm favourite to win the Listeners League Cup and also rejoin the Contributors League. Well, uh, that that, that uh, ends that segment on a damn squib. You know, we had to have excitement there with a reinstatement. Every fight. Oh wait, no, Lee's team 
has nothing in it right now. Sorry, Lee. No offence to you. But <laughs> at least you can say he was a Listeners League Cup finalist. But yeah, uh, you can say that. Yeah, that's that's something. He'll hang that on his mantelpiece, you know, amongst, sure, all, yeah. his, amongst all his achievements in life, you know, and it's like Listeners League Cup finalist. There we go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are. As an SD, I'd like to apologise to the Listeners League for that one uh, that one, but they've been doing it long enough. They know the rules. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't be submitting these teams anyway. You know, it shouldn't be up to us to do it all. To do it all. Mm-hmm. There we go. Jonathan Napier could still come top. You know, there's there's a very outside chance, but it's very very outside. Uh, so Dave, the t- we are now we're going into Survivor Series now. Pretty much nothing really to play for in the league. I think it's fair to say now. David's won this. David won this league long ago, and it looks to be down. We are now going into our Royal Rumble season, which is always an interesting one to kind of go with. At this particular point in time, is there anybody that you think should be prime drafting targets? Because to let people know as well, we will be doing a live stream to select our teams on Monday. So a very short time between now and that happening. Is there anybody you think should be prime targets to be picked for this next coming season? Because it is a short one, you know, it's only a Mm. couple of months. Basically, you have to get into the mindset of who's winning the Royal Rumble for each one. And Scott and I discussed this on Central, and I discussed it with Ross the week prior. Who are our early favourites to be the Royal Rumble winners ahead of what's going to be a very packed Mania season? I think the ones to watch out for... Someone who's been... First one is first-round pick. It's been a first-round pick for a good while now. And it was actually your first pick, Stephen, Gunther. I think he's going to be one to watch next season. I think I have him down as a firm favourite to be the men's Royal Rumble winner, especially how well he did at the start of this year. But someone I think might also be worth keeping an eye on is somebody that Tom Brock has picked this season. They're eight and a half points overall, which is pretty good for a fourth round pick. But I think Bailey might be one to watch. You know, I think she could be win with a shout of winning the Women's Rumble and potentially going up against EO Sky and Damage Control for the Women's title. Hmm, it's an, interest, an interesting one. A good, don't get me started on Goodfell. He has been a letdown for me this season, man, with 55 points. He's not, he's not wrestled on pay-per-views. Mm. All his title defences on TV was annoying. Typically, he has a pay-per-view defence on the last night of the season when I've got nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, four of David's team get better blooming points than good for. But, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see your, your logic on him as a rumble pick on that one. And on a like you said, side, though, it's, it's only a two-month season, so you have to think, this is Royal Rumble season. Who's most likely to win the rumble? That's the mindset you got to have. Yeah, he's definitely one to consider for that particular one. Bailey as well, you mentioned that. I think a lot of people are seeing her as an outside shot for the, for that one, you know, because the way the booking seems to be, the raw side of the women's title, Becky's the one who really is in the prime position to challenge Rhea. Becky does not need a Rumble win. It's the same with Cody. Cody mm-hmm. doesn't need a Rumble win either. He looks to be the guy who's going to face Roman. So that's where yeah. you kind of get that logic on it. I mean... Sami Zayn's potentially one in there as well, I think, for a rumble shot. I think a lot of people would fancy Sami to win that one. I think as well when we talk about guys who are going to be picked in the f- as the first pick of the overall draft, the second pick, you know, if we get to round six, if we get to the sixth person picking and the whole 
well, I said a whole, the whole minus JD McDonough of uh, <laughs> Judgment Day unpicked. I'd be shocked. I think you'll be, you will have Rhea, Priest, and um, Dom. They'll probably be the first free pick of the whole draft. I think personally, yeah. I can't see the points that they've got over. I mean, you've obviously got MGS been up there with them this season, but MGS had the benefit of so many. I guess this is one of the seasons we've had the most AW, you know, title defenses. Mm-hmm. On pay-per-views, sorry. And MGS benefited from that by having, you know, the, the two titles, you know, six pay-per-view title wins this season. I don't think we'll see that from him next year. But he has that, got a scheduled match against Samoa Joe at World's End on December the 30th. So I suppose but, that's, a, that's a reason to pick MGF right off the bat as well. But he may, but there's no guarantee he's going to win that. You know, because true, MG, true. MGS playing up this whole, I'm going to jump to WWE thing, even though WWE have apparently this week said, no, he said that you deal with AEW, we're not, yeah. we're not in talks. So he'll still play that up though. So I think if he's going to lose the title, that's when he's might lose the title. You know, if, granted, if MD doesn't need a rub from a title, it's probably some more joke. But um, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't see him... He might be a, a prime pick for some people. I don't think he will. I'm not 100% sure he will be. The tag teams, I think, has got to be one people consider. Uh, will the Acclaim get as much points this season? I don't know, but I think people will still pluck for him. Uh, if you're going to pick a tag team, my outside pick will be the Guns. I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big points scorer this season. If you look at the Guns, you know they've done absolutely brilliantly in this whole stable with uh, Jay White. I wouldn't rule them out. I think there's a few outside female picks to consider as well. I mean, Ross McLeod picking Julia Hart in oh, round six. Great, 39 great, points great. for her. That was yeah, pretty great. good. I think she'll get more. She'll get more this, She'll get more next season. Well, she mm. won't get more next season, but she'll get more by per week. Yeah. As a, as a weekly average, you know. Definitely a few names in AEW, like in the women's division that stick out. You know, you've got, uh, I think, timeless Tony Storm might be considered an earlier round pick, given that Tom picked her in round five this time. So there's the possibility there. Sky Blue might be a very decent six-round pick as well. Yeah, I think that they are, they are potentially ones to look out for. Say the women's one's always hard when they get late on, but it'll be interesting to see exactly how this draft goes. Next, the next, this season, you say we'll get two new competitors coming up. We're losing a couple from the main league. Obviously, Andy's going to that listeners league. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Ross McLeod won't be able to draft either because he's on, he's away in New York, lucky for some. Uh, <laughs> so he won't have time to actually get back for the draft. So it'll be interesting to see how the people in the in the in the league do. But for one thing for certain, I don't see having such a, a monumental and drama full league as we've had this particular season. And say as we round off this show, congrats to all the guys in the in the, the main league who are broke uh, and the listeners league who are broken records. Johnny Adams got a record score in that league. Was David Campbell's got record score this one Tom Brock's got the best ever second place finish and Scott McLeod I can't mention him not mention him the best ever title defence you know from him in terms of points and of course Grant McRobbie the best points ever from a guy who picked using a dice <laughs> fair, play, fair play to Grant on that one uh, I'd like to thank uh, David for joining me on this particular show uh, we'll obviously be back at the start of the week, David, for mm-hmm. draft selection night. That should be interesting how that one goes. Live selection show time. This is where it all kicks off. And I want to see some very creative team names this time around. And also, listeners, league competitors, take a note from Johnny Napier. Read the rules. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for Johnny because I, I usually flag these things up. But <laughs> I, I was quite, I, I was very busy. 
I mean, he was fine <laughs> first, but it's the fact they changed it last minute. That's when it completely derailed it. Ah, he had to, it, was, it was literally at the death. That's probably why I missed it, you know. But hey ho, it's happened, you know, it's a bit fun, you know. He still does, he's still going to be second place without it. So it's still a successful season. I think he'd rather, mm. I think he'd rather win it fairly than win it. Uh, Controversially, yeah. Controversially, yeah. It had a team to easily change, made it fine. But yeah, uh, we've, had our, we've had our fair share of controversial wins on this podcast, but I, I digress. <laughs> yeah, so please make sure you subscribe to us and also follow us on all the social channels to watch the live stream of the draft on Monday. Uh, if you want to take part in the Listeners League next season, please get in touch with us. This is the time to submit your teams. It's a lot of fun, especially when stuff like this happens at the last minute. Uh, I've been Steve Wilson, and we will see you on Monday. Have a good one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.